Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Doctor Who Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here in this episode. We're going to be talking about... Oh, what episodes were Stephanie name? Silence in the Library and its continuation into part two, Forest of the Dead. All right. So episodes Stephanie, eight and nine, I believe. I do believe so. And I will tell you, they are awesome episodes. I found myself at the near the end of episode number eight. The silence in the library. I found myself not wanting that story to end. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're sitting here watching these and, and we could see the how much time was left as, as we, uh, you know, basically are viewing through mm-hmm. here. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my gosh, there's only like 11 minutes left. There's no way they're going to satisfactorily in, in a satisfactory way. Give us a good ending to this. I hope it's to be continued. And if it is, I want to watch the next one right away. And we were blessed in that the silence in the library was to be continued. And of course, if I were those of you out there in the UK and I had to wait an entire week for that show to be continued, I would not have been as happy. No. Although I think I still am, I think I'd be delighted at the end of the next week because it was a whole story worth telling. It was good. It was really good. There were so many things about this. Is there anything that just jumps out of your mind that you just want to bring off the table here? I love the mystery surrounding um, Professor River Song and how she knows the doctor in the future and how if she just, if we just watched her die now, how can it still be his future when they when they meet? And so anyway. Yeah, that is that is definitely a good good question to ask. I mean, in the future, she's no longer there, although she obviously is able to time travel. It would appear that way. It would appear that way. And so I the only thing I know is that she knew his name. Yes. Which he says and alludes to the fact that he can only tell one person or, or he, there's only one circumstance in which he can say, tell somebody what his name is and only at one point in time. And we have no idea what that is. That He was completely unclear on that. Right. But man, do you want to give any speculation? Because I have some ideas running through my head. I No, I don't. I don't want to. I want. I don't even want to think of who she is. You don't? I mean, I want How could you sit there and not want to know? I mean, I'm not... Spoilers. <laughs> it's not spoiler. It's called speculation. <laughs> no, that's what she kept saying. I know. I know. Play along, Cliff. Oh, so sorry. Play along. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I want to I want to speculate that they're married. It kind of, I mean, they kind of hinted to that several times. Yeah. Uh, and, and oh, man, there are a couple other things just come to my mind. It's like, okay, wow, Donna's not there anymore. Right. You know, so whenever, I mean, now we don't know if he meets her. But she knew of Donna. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting because you, uh, that's something to talk about for a second is the fact that 
you know, the doctor doesn't really talk a whole lot about previous companions, does he? No. He does he doesn't mention Rose very much. I mean, he 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 talked of Rose only when it was pried out of him by Martha. And so and then Donna Noble doesn't I mean, she's heard a little bit about Martha. She's met Martha. She's met well, I'm just saying, and then she got to meet Martha, but uh I, yeah, it, it just seems kind of odd. And so so it's not my speculation would be that this isn't too far into his future. And so and of course, this actress, it would appear, Stephanie, that I think mm-hmm. my speculation is that they already have it planned for her to play her in the future. It, it would it would seem that way. OK. And. The only thing I'm thinking is, is this nearing the end of David Tennant as our doctor? Well, (laughs) so funny that you bring that up because it's going to be a sad day for me. Sad day for me the next time that the doctor regenerates. It's always a sad day. Well, except for Christopher Eccleston. I hadn't got, I hadn't got attached to him yet. I cried when Tom Baker regenerated. And, you know, I think I may because I absolutely love David Tennant. Um, This is I'm I was never into the old Doctor Who with you. You know, would I sit on the couch and grin and bear it? Well, maybe not grin so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh. But for me, and I've said this before, David Tennant is my doctor. Like Tom Baker is your doctor, Mm -hmm. you know. It, for me, that when I think Doctor Who, I think David Tennant, and it is going to hurt really, really bad um, for me when that happens. You know, David Tennant is McKenna, Megan, and Matthew's doctor too. Yes, I know. We've talked about that. Oh, have we? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we've talked about it on this podcast before. So it it is going to be really hard, and they have they're they're leading up to it. They are, and every with every episode that we watch now. Of series four, I'm like flipping out thinking that it's it's either going to happen before the finale or in the finale or <laughs> in the premiere for season five. It's it's right around the corner. And they also kind of in this in these two episodes were hinting to an end of the show, an end of the series with um, just they've been talking a lot about how the doctor can't go on forever and um, just a lot of different things. Like, I don't know. Which I, we had talked about. I he hope, only has like so many regenerations that he can. Yeah, I, I've heard that. I can't remember how many it is right now. I so. think you told me 13 or 15 or I don't know. Anyway, but it's I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I just it's going to hurt. It is going to hurt. He he definitely, I would say that he has become my favorite doctor. I mean, I actually enjoy David Tennant as the doctor more than any other doctor in the past. Right. And to, to say that he sur- has surpassed, in my mind, emotionally, Do- Tom Baker is just amazing. Right. Peter, so for me, it does go David Tennant, Tom Baker, Peter Davidson. Mm-hmm. Though, those are the three that, that really in my heart are the doctors. And so, um, 
Yeah, it, it is going to be tough. It's gonna I, be I sad. can tell you. It is. I, I do remember. I remember when Tom Baker fell off the the big satellite thing and <laughs> landed on his back, and we saw him turn into Peter Davidson. Of course, I luckily, I very much blessed that I enjoyed Peter Davidson as, just as much. I mean, right. I, he was a great doctor. Right. And you, of course, got to see the the clip of him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think we have some voice feedback um, real quick. Go ahead. Do okay, you want to well, say something else? While you're looking for that, I was going to... What else was I going to say? Oh, because she had even... Um, um, River Song had even said when she was... When she punched him in the face and handcuffed him to the thing. Oh, that was funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, Something that you would think that she would be his wife to feel comfortable to do that. But go yeah. ahead. And the whole handcuffs thing was the spoiler. You know, it just was a little <laughs> too. I don't know. Anyway. Um, he was going to hook up to the to the machine to free the people and she said, "You can't. You'll you'll regenerate. You know, blah 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 blah." And also, she said, um, "My doctor." Yes. As in, yeah, it, it's definitely yeah. clear that that when the doctor meets him, he's in a when new she, re, he's yeah, in when a new meets, regeneration. Meets her. You said when the doctor meets him. Oh yes, that's what I meant. Did you mean her? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So when the doctor meets her, he is a, a different. But generation. she knew him in, I mean, just anyway. So my assumption is that it's the next generation of the doctor because he's still talking of Donna. Unless the thing is, of course, they could write this as being not the next doctor, but the doctor after. And the reason why I say that is because if she is indeed his wife and they get married, then it stands the chance that perhaps he would even share not just what his name is, but he would talk about all of the history. Right. And my question is if they were to be get to become married, is there any way can you pass on your time Lord abilities? What has any, what do you mean? Like for example, I mean, did, how did she get back to where he is? That's true. So, I mean, does she have this ability to travel through space and time? And she obviously knew enough to communicate with him through the psychic paper and just lots of different things. It just really got me thinking about this. But, um, you know, I, I just I'm just not ready for the doctor. The thing the one thing is, is that it's going to have to happen pretty soon because this actress isn't going to be, you know, she's not going to look the same way. She does now. Right. In the future. Of course, if he meets her in the future, maybe she would know. Because the way she looks now, she'd have to look. The way she looks in this episode would be she'd have to look at least as similar as this. than the last episode we'll see her in in the future. I'm confused. <laughs> I'll admit it. That's okay. okay. So I don't know. But anyway, the thing is, is that I really enjoyed this story. It was fascinating. I didn't get the flesh eating. Yeah, so the that was the whole second, secondary. You know, normally you're really into what's going on in the episode and and who they're you know fighting or trying to save. But this was just all about the mystery around for me 
the mystery around who she is and, how and who she, she is to him. Yes. Although, I have to tell you, I'm not happy. I'm not happy that Donna didn't get reunited with her man from her dream at the <laughs> she end. She barely knew the guy, though, Stephanie. No, she 30 didn't. 30 minutes they is all they spent together. They were married for seven years in her dream. <laughs> How cool would that be to sit there and say? Uh, 4,400 that we had seen. Remember? Yes. He was... Anyway, there were a lot of things in this episode that just seem very familiar of science mm-hmm. fiction yeah. that we've seen in lots of other areas. Right. But seems kind of like the Matrix almost. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's did. like this is the reality and stuff. I really liked Cal. I did too. I liked when she turned her dad off. That was so <laughs> that was funny. Awesome. Like, where was that a couple of months ago when I needed it? I was so. <laughs> I was so tempted to turn to say, to McKenna and say, "That's why you don't ever yell at your dad." <laughs> and McKenna says, "Our our three year old says, where'd her dad go? Is she turned him off? <laughs> Click the button uh, and turned him off." I have a feeling McKenna's going to be taking the remote and trying Probably. to point it at me. Yeah, um, no, she likes you. She'll turn me off. <laughs> you notice this girl didn't have a mom. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> she didn't turn her off a long time ago. <laughs> I liked Mr. Moon. I liked his character. He was I, there to protect her. Yes. So anyway, like I said, we have some voice okay, feedback. Before, oh, that's okay. well, no, 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 no. I'm, you, I'm not done. Well, you go right ahead. I am so sorry. I just wanted to talk about how really cool it was for me to see um, Alex Kingsington is, is the actress who played. I think that's how you said anyway. Um, Kingston, that's it. It's Kingston. Okay. Um, anyway, is the actress who played Professor River Song, and for me, I know her from ER. Okay. Um, she played Doctor Elizabeth Corday from '97 to 2004. Loved that character. I'm still hanging in with ER till the end. This is the final season, but um, so it was really cool for me to see her be in something completely different, right? And playing, you know, a really cool character as well. So I hope to see her again. Absolutely. And I, I believe wholeheartedly that they've written it in such a way that, that we will see. That we will see her again. That whole right. story. And that's one of the things that I've really been enjoying about the this series. And it is that they've really been intentional about leaving and planting things mm-hmm. for not just the current season, but for, for future seasons. Right. And stuff like that. In fact, I was just perusing the uh, Wikipedia articles on Doctor Who. And they were talking about the special gun that she was using mm-hmm. that did the square holes or whatever. It was in there saying, suggesting that that would have been the same gun that um, Captain Jack had. Okay. But and, and that they're speculating that that would have been that when they parted ways last, that he may have uh, left that in the TARDIS. And that's how she came about. Okay. having it in the future okay and so I, I just love little things like that and of course you know what some people love about us is what you don't sit here and and nitpick every little tiny right. detail yeah. you know they enjoy the fact that we just are here talking about what we enjoy I about Doctor enjoy Who. The show it is right. so much fun and so uh we're gonna go on to our first can i do our first feedback or you, you want some more you can no That's go fine. You, you want to do some more the only one thing other thing that i wanted to say go ahead in regards to the actress, um, 
is that it was really cool for me to see her in um in, in a television series that that is made in the UK having oh. seen her in American television before. Oh, I didn't so, think about that. that really she cool. has a British accent, doesn't she? Absolutely, and she played a British character on ER. Did she really? Yeah. That's uh, but, see, so that's it was exciting. cool to see her in That is cool. Yeah. I like that. I did too. You know, here's here the thing is she's probably I, and and I'm just speculating here right. and this I could be way off, but ER is a pretty big show here in yeah. the States, right? Yeah. And so everybody's like, oh my gosh. But on for the... 15 seasons. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, man, if you can get on ER, that's huge. And for any U.S. actor, it's like, wow, I've, I'm on ER. This is like my dream come true, right? That kind of thing for an actress. Um, but for some, for her, I bet to play the character that she just did was probably... For her, and and I'm just speculating, being right. that she's from the UK, a dream come true. I'm I'm right. I'm speculating that that probably meant to her, more to her in her acting career than all of the time she spent on ER. Right. I I could be way wrong, but from just what I know of all the people from the UK that we know, and the way they, I mean, to us here in the states. Uh, Doctor Who is a fascination. Right. It, it it it's it's a it's a cult following. In the UK, I'm told by my friends in the UK, it's a lifestyle. Right. It, it it's a childhood dream. It's a childhood well, hero. That was one of the really cool things about um, when I was reading and learning about David Tennant is that he became an actor to be Doctor Who. Really? Yes, it was his childhood dream to be Doctor Who. That is awesome. And so that's just so yeah, I get it. I do. That is awesome. All right, so now um, you may move on. Can I move? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to rush through this. That's for sure. You have my permission now to move on. Cool. Now I just need to go and find what I was looking to play. Oh goodness, where did it go? So we're going for some feedback, and it's in my content folder here for Doctor Who. And this is from Jeff Gentry. So let's see what he has to say here about Doctor Who. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Jeff Gentry, known as X-Force 11 from Burlington, North Carolina, calling in for the Doctor Who fan podcast. And I'm listening to your latest episode on the Doctor's Daughter, and I just paused it and just had to call you and tell you that uh, the actress who plays Jenny, the doctor's daughter, is actually a doctor's daughter. If you'll do an um, internet movie database, you'll see that she is actually the daughter of one of the actors uh, who played Doctor Who. Uh, and I believe it's Peter Davison. Yeah, Peter Davison's daughter. Uh, and she's, uh, they kind of played on that. He was on the set. And... Uh, they actually did a little spoof that you can find out on the net, net where the current doctor and Peter Davison end up in the, the same place at one time. So it's a neat little clip. So check that out. Bye. All right, Jeff. Thank that's you really so much. That's really cool. That is awesome. I knew I, I was going to I was about to say that to you. And that's why I wanted to jump to the clip real oh, okay. quick. Because um, when we were talking about Peter Davidson just a few moments right. ago, I wanted to say that it's like, wait a second, I can't say that because I didn't know that before Jeff told me. I want right. to let Jeff tell everybody. 
That's and really so cool. I I love that we have listeners that that just have some great additional insights and stuff to the show, and we certainly appreciate that, Jeff. And Jeff is also the the loan site administrator for yes, the uh, generally speaking production network community forum gspn.tv slash forum if you guys have not been there you need to go register for the forum today and there is a section for doctor who and just lots of other people connected to all the podcasts that we produce we just have a lot of great conversations there and we want to invite you to join the community and be a part of our forum and uh if anything come and and share your your love of doctor who in a place that's just so friendly so inviting and nobody's gonna be mad at you and yell at you if you accidentally misquote something or any or if you put a uh or if you actually happen to say something that was said three weeks ago we we love each other in our forum it's a great family uh, feel so we do have another voice feedback and this one comes from columbus ohio hmm let's see who this is hey cliff and stephanie this is professor allen ah. calling for the doctor who podcast get a couple things for you first uh for you guys and other parents who watch the show with their kids i wanted to mention a resource that the bbc has at the main doctor who page called the fear forecast for each episode panel of kids aged something like 7 to 14 watch the show and grade it based on how scary it is 0 to 5 I always think that informed parents are the best parents so I mention that to any, uh, any parents who enjoy watching the doctor with the kids as a family it's at the bbc.co.uk slash doctor who that's the main, the main site it's one click from there to an episode list and then each episode page has the Fear Forecast link on it. It's pretty easy to find. There are also spoilers there if you read through that page, so be careful not to read too closely. Uh, second, I want to talk about the episode you're hopefully reviewing in this edition of the podcast. The last one I heard, you were talking about the Doctor's Daughter and the Agatha Christie episode. So for your next one, you should be up to silence in the library, mm-hmm. which is the one I wanted to talk about. Actually, I wanted to talk about the writer of the episode, Stephen Moffat, uh, who's also the writer of the single best episode of the new Who Blink, and also wrote the World War II two-parter, The Empty Child and The Doctor Dances with uh, Eccleston, I think. I mention these because you and your listeners may not know that Moffat will be taking over as executive producer, or in the U.S. we call that person the showrunner in 2010. Now, it sounds like 2010 is a long way from now, but Mm -hmm. note that in 2009, there will not be a season of Doctor Who. (gasps) There will be four, I've heard maybe six, but four seems to be the number of specials, the holiday episodes. And I think those will still be done by the current guy, Russell T. Davies. And then the next full season, which is like 18 months from now, yikes, will be run by Moffat. And I guess this is related to the first point. He seems to specialize in the extra creepy episodes. So maybe that's where we're going, to the scary, creepy side of the Doctor. Supposedly, Tennant will be back in 2010. Part of the short season of 2009 is because of his commitments to stage acting, but they wanted to work around him. Uh, But as I said, he is supposed to be back in 2010. 
Though I have also heard the rumor that if that looks to not be the case, he'll be regenerated during one of the specials next year. Uh, but that's that's still up in the air. Anyway, I enjoy the podcast. I enjoy Doctor Who, and onward to the future. I will see you two in the chat rooms. Bye. All right, Professor Allen, thank you so much for that valuable information. And you know what? I, that shocks the crud out of me. But yet, I now that he says that, and as soon as I did my huge gasp for air, I remember hearing something about the fact that they were going to take a year off of Doctor Who. And you know who I think told me? Who? Hannah V from the UK. Was it? Yes. Matter of fact, I know for a fact. Why didn't that's you it. share that with me? I forgot. That's She's mean and cruel. I know. Uh, can you imagine a year without Doctor Who? That is going to be horrible. Maybe we should just hold off on these last four episodes and no, do one episode per month. <laughs> we need to finish this season. You think so? Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, yeah. Oh, man, that is a true bummer. Absence wow. makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is I'm glad that they're at least going to have. What was that? What? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That, that's exactly what it was. It was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. It does, because when it's coming back and you will be filled with excitement and mm. looking forward to something and, you know, it's right about the same time that they'll be taking Lost off. So it'll maybe kind of equal out some of the depression. That's true. Yeah. All right. So um, I do have some feedback here from, uh, let's see here. It looks like Vince, who is also in the UK says uh hey cliff uh let's see here just listening to your podcast number one for doctor who and i really like it though it's a bit short uh <laughs> anyway uh you just get good he says you just got going and suddenly uh, it's over a few points uh there's no british accent per se we actually have many different accents around the country and depending on your class and even uh you can even have different access in the accents in the same place I've even tried listening to American accents and my ears, let's see here, and to my ears, you have a lot less. Okay, so a lot less accents here. I can distinguish uh, California from New York, Texas from Alabama, but picking up a Minnesota or a Colorado is impossible to us. Is it easy for you? And Minnesota is pretty easy from Colorado, I think so. Yeah, we we can do a little bit more distinction on that one. Um, anyway, let's see here. Thanks to things like The Sopranos, we know the New Jersey accent. Uh, <laughs> but a lot of the time, it's not easy to know where somebody comes from in your country just by hearing them speak. I, I can see that. There there are some certain demogra- or geographic locations that certainly you can tell. But from what I understand from what Vincent's telling me and other people have told me, it's like when you hear the Cockney accent, you know you know kind of where they're coming from anyway he says the accent generally used in doctor who these days is and i'm probably gonna he says estuary english i'm not even sure if i'm saying that right anyway which is london and the surrounding counties uh cockneys however people from the east end of london have a stronger accent still and i love the cockney accent i can tell you this for certain i would if i go to london i'm visiting that place right around there all right let's see here um counties in britain are subdivisions of the count of the country 
with very strong identity, roughly equivalent to your state's. Central London is London is a collection of villages and towns all next to each other, so generally referred to as one big city. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in the heart of London is a very well is a very small area which has no housing. It is it is just big financial companies trade and where the stock mar- stock market is, uh, which is unhelpfully called the city. <laughs> the larger London area is a county. Also called London. Confused yet? <laughs> All right. In the let's see, it is in Britain. John Smith is the most common of names. If someone ever said that they were called John Smith, the usual assumption is that that someone doesn't want you to know their real name. It's a very obvious pseudonym, kind of like John Doe in America. Although I've never met anybody named John Doe before. <laughs> I pity anyone who is actually called John Smith, though. Nobody must believe them. The bubble wrap monster was in the 1974. 1974- I love that people actually know. And, and I actually have seen the arc in space like five different times. Mm-hmm. The bubble wrap monster was in the 1974 story, The Ark in Space. And what? And at the time, the bubble wrap was fairly new. Oh, okay. I didn't know this. It would have only been used industrially, not available to ordinary people in shops. In 1968, the doctor is seen with a push-button umbrella. This is something we're all used to in the modern world, so it can world, so it can seem hard to imagine a time when something so commonplace was a new thing. I possess every single episode of Doctor Who and a fairly <laughs> encyclopedic uh, knowledge of Doctor Who. So should you ever need clarification on any point, please don't hesitate to ask. But I've enjoyed your first podcast and hope to hear the others very soon now. I like that the, your that your podcast is a lot less serious than other people's. You're clearly in for in it for the fun rather than boring people with all the things we all know. Well, I guarantee you that some of those things that you all know are things I that have no clue. We don't even know. <laughs> and even myself as a long lifetime uh, fan of Doctor Who, I just I'm I'm still a student and uh, enjoying it very much. But uh, that's all I have for this episode. Do you have anything else, Stephanie? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Looking forward to watching the next ones, though. Absolutely. Four more episodes to go. At our rate, that's two weeks because we've been watching two a week. Yes, this is true. So anyway, of course, this has been released only to the Plus member. So if you're listening to this, we want to thank you for being a Plus member. It is entirely possible, though that you've paid a single dollar to receive this episode and if that's cool if that's true that's cool we thank you for it we hope that you'll check out some of our other podcasts and uh give it a shot see what you think anyway we're gonna go record another show now so we gotta go we'll talk to you next week bye-bye join the community gspn.tv slash forum is that all you got is forum What? I'm just kidding. Tell them bye-bye. Bye.